Welcome back. This is episode number seven. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, pretty nerds. Don't forget to subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud. Uh, we are uh, excited for you to hear. So we are going to jump right in. How was your Father's Day weekend? My Father's Day weekend was great. I sent my dad a card through the mail because we couldn't be in the same place at the same time. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that was about it. <laughs> Told him Happy Father's Day. I mean, it really isn't like a like a huge thing because my dad is an amazing dad, so I don't feel the need to be like, one day out of the year, yay, daddy. I'm like, yay, daddy, all the time. So. <laughs> but anywho. So for me, it was just like regular day. Yeah. Love my daddy always. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, it was a, a, a good full weekend. Um, same here. I just called my dad and was like, yeah, happy Father's Day. And again, I'm a daddy's girl. Um, so he was like, oh, what is it next weekend? So I get my gift. <laughs> <laughs> always. <laughs> it works. So I'm like, oh, okay, then it's cool. <laughs> Um, but I just think with him, it's more of like just hearing your voice, and he's okay with it. So yeah, that's cool. I agree. Dads are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's just go ahead and jump right into what's going on. First and foremost, obviously breaking news today: Triple Extension was killed in a robbery in Florida. R.I.P. to him. It's crucial out here in these streets. These young boys. Um, he's only twenty years of age, so yeah. Wow. But I don't really know what to say on that note because it's like I mean, we used to kind of seeing stuff like that, I guess. Yeah. Sad, but you know, RIP to him, of course. Yeah. I mean, somebody has to break the cycle. Um and I know, like, beef is, you know, good for business. Like, you know, people say war is good for business. Like, beef is good for business. But, I, like, I think it's just a point where you just don't cross. Like, what are you gaining from taking somebody's life over beef? And I don't even, like, a robbery, though. Like, you're going to go to jail forever. <laughs> so, I... I don't know. You know these boys out here? Yeah. They just... A lot of them just don't even care no more. They just about the life. They they gonna do what they gonna do. So you know, keep yeah, yourself I mean, safe out here in these streets, man. Yeah. Plain and simple, you gotta be safe out here. So speaking of, I guess stuff that's been going on as far as you know, hot tops and everything. Uh, what do you think about Kyrie Irving's apology to Kalani on IG? was nice <laughs> like bro you let your fans drag her like drag her like I'm even reading the story when it happened like what she trash um and you didn't say nothing and all of a sudden now you want to come out with this long heartfelt apology like we're always friends I'm sorry you should have been doing that last year but I mean if she's fine with it I just want to feel it my thing is, is that 
was two years too late. Like, they drove their girl to freaking suicide on IG. Like, you could have stepped in, had stepped in and said, y'all relax, she didn't cheat, woo-woo-woo. I mean, if y'all good offline, then what was the point of the apology now two years later? Like, it, it don't serve us no purpose at all. I mean, if y'all cool, y'all cool, but... Like, I, for me, it was two years too late. Like, you should have did that right when you saw that they was out here bullying her yep. on your behalf. You know what I'm saying? And you knew that the that it wasn't no truth to it. You know what I'm saying? If there was no truth to it, she didn't cheat, it wasn't like that, then you should have played out straight up and said, hey, look, nah, that's not the facts. It ain't like that, so cut it out. And, I mean, she could have, like, you know, still broke your heart or whatever, y'all didn't work out, which I think there was probably, they didn't work out, he was a little scorned or whatever, and that's fine, like, you had your heart broken, you get over it, but you, that was, uh, that was way far, like, way far, he should have, like, stepped in and been like, no, like how you say, like, she didn't cheat, we just have our issues, we didn't work out, you know, please respect our privacy like they always do, and leave it alone exactly so anyway like you said we was not here for it sorry Kyrie next (laughs) since we in like the I guess sort of a music range we can talk about um, obviously Drake announced that Scorpion's coming out June 29th at the same time he dropped the I'm upset video with the Degrassi reunion First and foremost, are we here for Scorpion? <laughs> we anticipating it. Secondly, what do you think about the whole Degrassi reunion? Was it a distraction to distract us from the fact that we still don't know if you got a baby or not? <laughs> I was well in my land with you. Right now. <laughs> and I know it's like, oh, you don't have to give it. I was well because I felt like, you know, I was a huge fan of Degrassi, but like that was dope. Like the whole video was dope. I already liked the song. I'm here for Scorpion, like, you know, we previously mentioned, like, man, we need good music, and I think June is coming through, so I'm definitely, I'm waiting, I'm be up at, like, midnight on iTunes, ready to go ahead and download it, so I'm not even gonna lie, I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm here for the tea, I just wanna see what tea he gonna spit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What you gonna tell me? Are you going to finally admit that you a daddy or no? <laughs> is you gonna say it's lies? I need to know the answer. I wonder I how he rearranged this. that album, though. Because, you know, he got to no, address <laughs> it. So, I wonder how he rearranged. Because I'm pretty sure that wasn't oh, no, the direction. All. So, now you got to address it. Because, you know, we're going to be waiting. Like, still as a fan, I'm like, so, did you get a porn star pregnant or not? <laughs> like, I still want to know. But I ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, all is well with me. Like, okay, you, you took the L partially yeah. for, for now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just no. Nah, I, I think wanna... he took that full L. We gotta go ahead and we, <sighs> we, gotta, we gotta listen. We have to be honest out here in these streets, even as hardcore Drake fans. Well, you know how much I love <laughs> me some Drake. Even I had to be like, listen, man, you took that L. It it wouldn't have been so bad if he wouldn't have, if Jay Prince wouldn't have been going around to every radio station talking about yeah he had that track though but I, I told him no nah, no nah, don't please. do it he better drop it but what if he dropped that track on the album though like I mean <laughs> he should have dropped it according to Jay Prince he said he gave his word he ain't gonna drop it if it was even real so mm, you know what I'm saying so that's why I feel like it was an L cause if Jay Prince wouldn't have went around you know 
doing whatever, you know, doing all that talking about it, then I would have been like, okay, <laughs> maybe he's going to give a couple of subs on the album. Woo, 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 woo. And I could, that would suffice yeah. for me. It would be a partial L, but it's a full L. Once he, <laughs> once he went around giving the explanation for you, it, it's a full L. I can't, I can't defend that. There's nothing I can come back with. It's like, well, we just going to have to hold this L for right now. Team Drizzy, we got to hold the L for right now. Okay? We just got to hold it. But other than that, and like you said, with the, you know, I loved me some Degrassi. That was my show. So I was excited to see the reunion. It was a really dope video, a really dope concept. So kudos to Drake for that one as well. You know? Why would I like in music like yes, love is everything dropped this weekend? I seen that. Queen B. Did you listen? Jay Z dropping that record. All I heard obviously was um ape shit because that was all over the internet, whatever like that. I heard the album because um, you know, I am not on title, but they giving away a free six month title subscription, so I said <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna jump on that. Hey, and you know it's big on the iTunes today. So, oh, did it? Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Got the email came through, but I had already saw somebody on page. So, and I'm on title as well. Yeah. So I'm gonna ahead yeah. and get that six month subscription, free subscription on title. See if I like it or not. Cause you know I'm I'm when it comes to like paying for music services, I don't know if I want to pay for two or not. You know what I mean? It's not like the only reason why I got title is for Lemonade. Right. Um, and then when four forty, like I did do it. Then like I renewed. Um, but I don't really listen to it. I can't like. I'm still an Apple Music junkie, and I think that's because that's why all my music is here. Like, yeah, just say, it's just convenient. In all honesty, yeah. Apple Music is just convenient. Yeah. Have an iPhone. <laughs> Apple <laughs> Music is right there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just convenience to be honest with you. So yeah. But I'm definitely going to pick it up just because I want to see, you know, all the exclusive things that they seem to get. So, why not? I enjoyed it. Like, I listened to it Saturday. Um, it's a good album, but I would like to see the evolution. Like, they're not in the same place that they were, you know, 10 years ago. I think a lot of people have an issue. Like, well, this is what, you know, I wasn't expecting this from her. But I'm like, bro, she, it's elevated. So, you're not going to get 2012 Steve and Jake. No, and it was something that they did exclusively for them. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, I like it, and I'm glad that she dropped it because you know people was trying to hate saying their ticket sales was struggling. Well, obviously now them ticket sales, if they was struggling, they gonna pick back <laughs> up because people gonna be like, oh, I gotta see the new stuff. I gotta see oh, the new stuff. So like I'm going to buy my ticket when I get because <laughs> at first I'm like, I'm not going to the concert because she released no new music, and I love her, and like a million times I'm. Like, I love Beyonce. But I'm like, I'm not going to see her because I saw the Lemonade tour. I'm like, so, you know, I saw Coachella. What else? And, like, when the album dropped and I'm listening to it, I'm like, well, might as well go buy my ticket. Basically. Now I'm a little bit like, I want to go now. So I might have to. I'm just trying to figure out what location. (laughs) Might have to go in there and see if I want to get ticket in that and see how much that price is running you know but it wasn't bad when i went to her lemonade show i think it, i didn't pay no more than 200 dollars. we had a fairly good seat mm-hmm. of course it was not like four but it was a good seat so i can't complain and i, right. I mean her presence right 
if they right. say the way she yeah. put on her show, it don't really matter where you sit, right. to be honest. So that's why I'm like, I ain't really like stressing on the being like super close or whatever like that. From what yeah. I understand, I think um, she's gonna play in a state. I mean, she's they're playing in stadiums, yep. so really the way they the stage and all that set up. I mean, it ain't gonna matter where you sit. You're gonna get a full experience mm-hmm. anyway. So I'm just gonna go check it out and see. <laughs> You know, so sticking to the land of music, I was checking out um, on IG where somebody wrote a letter to Nicki Minaj after her L cover drop where they were accusing her of colorism um, on because if you saw the L cover, she was on the cover in her fur coat with like a super long like ponytail that was being combed out by Kim Kimball, you know, the hair god, yeah. <laughs> Kim Kimball, by the way. I feel like we have to say that because people are slow. <laughs> but anyway, so they feel like um, the, the letter that they wrote her was accusing her of colorism. Um, I consider that the overreach of a year, <laughs> of the year. But what about you? So how did you feel when you saw the cover? Like, did you feel? I didn't get color. I don't know how you get colorism. Listen, that's that. why I said overreach. So I was just, um, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. Kim Kimball is, is a hairstylist. I mean, like I said, she's a hair god. Um, yeah. You know, she's everybody's aunt, favorite auntie who do your hair and slays it every single time. So I don't understand what people were upset about. Are they say, I mean, are they saying it because she's darker? I mean, I, mean, I, I, I guess, uh, it, to be honest, I think the person who wrote the letter didn't realize that it was Kim Kimball. And so they were trying, like I said, they were trying to reach and say that Nikki was being, you know, had the dark girl do her hair behind her and, you know, because she had cornrows <laughs> in her hair and all that. And I'm just like, uh... But her cornrows might, like, Everybody else, cool. right? <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. It's Kim Kimball. Hello. <laughs> I mean, the crazy thing is, I'm hoping that it was a younger person because Kim Kimball had like a whole television show. Thank you for like a long time. This was not like one season. This is like a long running show. I mean, I don't know. And then like the description on the picture though says. Was she like? I don't know. This that was the reach, and I don't think broke their arm with that reach. Like, <laughs> I really do. And it, yeah, I don't even get color. I don't. That's what I said. Yeah. I don't even how how I don't even. And I mean, people act like Nicki Minaj. And this is obviously not being. I'm not trying to be shady or nothing. People act like Nicki Minaj is Zendaya or something. Like she right. don't. Like, what, 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 she um, like I don't. What I don't. The, yeah, overreach of the year. Yeah, <laughs> it really was. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I just, yeah, that was ridiculous. whoever did that. Don't, yeah, they were slow. Slow, absolutely. <laughs> I hundred percent agree with you. So, what other? Um, trying to think. Ain't really been a lot of hot tops as far as entertainment wise. What other hot tops? But this weekend, T.I. Oh, I forgot. T.I. 
was like smacking ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with the door open, and I can't speak to him in private relationship. I don't know how they get down. People like, oh, well, they'd have had threesomes and all of this shit, whatever. But damn, bro, with the door open, and he had just come in and I'm at whole. I don't know if he's going like. What do you benefit? What do men benefit from marriage? I'm like, first of all, out of all people to comment on this shit, you need to be the last motherfucker. We're gonna something. save that one because yes. that, tie, that ties into <laughs> to yeah. a, a topic I want to touch but, on. That's what I'm, but I'm like, uh, yeah, right. You just not you gonna be disrespectful, but you was mad at her about partying with Floyd though. Preach, trying to go. I mean, don't get Floyd either, but just call him. And leave your phone on. <laughs> she needs to just and like she was on um IG obviously liking comments and all that stuff like that because you know the the people obviously people want to know has this been going on before or after you know he he put on that cake for um for the for old girl because she is the the Greenleaf actress yeah. who got caught up in that whole thing at Houston's as far as getting arrested and all that. And he put on this huge cake for and all that. So people are obviously mm. like, so mm, <laughs> is this, did you put on that cake? Because, you know, she your, your mistress. Or, yeah. like, I mean, what's good? And then it's so. like, you just had your wife in comments arguing with Bernie. So, oh, Bernie. And now you come through with this shit. And then the crazy thing about it, I don't know if you saw it, like she come in and it was like, I'm minding my own business, no ma'am. Nope, if you mind your own business, you want to take time to be coming on this bullshit. Nope. Exactly. That's nope. why, that's why, I t- if I'm tiny, no lie, like, I'm sorry. I got to walk away from Tip. Yep. It just don't, it, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care what we had set up previously. If we talked about, you know, I don't, like I said, we don't know the ins yep. and outs of their relationship, what they talked about, what they don't talk about, whatever. But from what it seems like, everything that people say or, claim about them ain't the truth it don't seem like tiny really down with all of that extra bullshit you know what i'm saying so if that's the case then it's time to walk away sis (laughs) you know what i'm saying you better you better throw on your tamar braxton and just be like we co-parents because (laughs) (laughs) because you know what i'm saying i can't be who wants to sit around and consistently be embarrassed and like then that. you were going to act a plum-ass fool. He went, what were they in, L.A. or Vegas? You want to act a plum-ass fool with Floyd Mayweather, that's all right. Exactly. <sighs> and I, I I used to ride with T.I. so tough, but he questionable. Like, exactly. That, that's, that's bullshit. Absolutely. So that's why I was like, with T.I., I'm sorry. Tiny, my advice to you is walk away, okay? Cut your losses and yeah. walk away. Y'all kids is, I mean, they they getting up their age. They almost grown. They know what it is. They know that daddy out here being a rolling stone, it's time to go ahead and cut the losses and let it go. Plain and simple. So, and I saw uh, poor Chris Brown. And normally I would not say poor Chris Brown, so don't get it twisted. He is still like, he on my shit list still. Because, you know, yeah. But this latest restraining order, I don't know if you saw it, the way that the chick filled it. I'm like, first of all, she I don't, she wrote it in kindergarten. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. My 
writes better than this. Even if she even wrote on a like police report one of the questions and it was like, I don't know. No ma'am. No ma'am. I think with his history they was gonna give her that restraining yeah. order regardless. I mean, unfortunately for him, you know, yeah, regardless you're on paper for the history that you have, people are going to, you know, always yeah. they're always gonna side with the accuser over you. That's just you know, yeah. and at this point with Chris Bound, I'm just like, listen, I can't, I mean, I can't with you. You know what I'm saying? I had to, like, I had to check myself because I was so quick. I'm like, you know, fuck R. Kelly, fuck everybody else like yeah. that. And you don't want to do, you know, you don't want to throw Chris Brown out there like that because the situation with him and Rihanna, they were extremely young and all that jazz. But it's like, how many chances we going to give Chris Brown? Because... Right. Obviously, we don't know, you know, with him and Ferrucci, the depths of their situation as far as abuse is concerned. But we do know that he was emotionally abusive as a motherfucker. So, I mean, we all saw that live on IG. And he's still, to this day, like, he making comments. It's it's weird. So, he's still kind of slick, possessive, and crazy when it comes to Karuchi. so like we don't know like I said we don't know the extent of the abuse but we know that there was emotional abuse there yep. and that counts and I, I'm sorry I had like I said I had to check myself I was like you know what I threw R. Kelly out I threw Bill Cosby out I mean I'm sorry I'm sorry see Breezy the music <laughs> is good but yes I can do without you I'm gonna have to throw you out too because you're toxic Okay. And that's how I like this last concert run. I'm like, oh man, I ain't never seen Chris playing in a concert. And I'm like, eh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of those things. I'm like, yeah, I'm excited. And I'm like, hell no. He cannot get my coins. Like, more power to you. But I can't do it. And it goes to his circle as well. It's like, yep. look, man, at some point, y'all got to start segregating ourselves from groupies and, you know, Scots or whatever you want to call them, like, look, separate yourself where you can't even be in a position where it's automatic. Where they like, oh, well, when was you in his presence? Oh, I was, you know, in Nobu, but nope. You wanted Nobu with him because he, you know what I'm saying? He was sitting by himself in Nobu and not saying that you got to go get one main chick or whatever, which I think that would eliminate some of the problem if you would get you somebody that was good for you. But anywho. Um, and be good for that person. Right. But yeah, I just I don't know. His team, all of that, I'm like, bro, y'all need to stay your intervention for your bruh. Yeah. I think his team is the problem. If we're yeah. gonna be completely honest, I think he need a whole new team. Like, 'cause I just don't understand like all the stuff you've been through. Why can you know what I mean? Why yeah. continue with the nonsense? Why even continue to put yourself in them positions? Like I'm sorry. Ain't no excuse. I'm 18, I'm 19, you 20, what, 20, my brother's 29, so he gotta be, like, 28, or 30, you know, well, Rihanna's 30, so he gotta be, like, 29 himself, 29, close to it, so, I mean, I'm just saying, it's, it's no more excuses, I'm sorry, exactly, it's past (laughs) that now, so, oh, Chris, Bye, sir. <laughs> we cancel them quick here on Reners. We do. We cancel y'all quick. So, sorry. Uh, I guess uh, I hate being this serious. Um, but Chicago, 
I guess just going the ten year old um boy that was handcuffed. That hurt my heart and I know, you know, people like dealing with the police and have to be calm because they don't know what they're doing. Um it, it's a weird dynamic that you are not the trained person to be calm but you have to be calm in these situations. I don't know how calm I could be if my child is in handcuffs. Like I need your supervisor out there right away. I, I I can't just let you sit there and be calm while my child is in and you like where well, he fits the description. I don't give a damn about him needing anything. If I know he didn't do it, you're not putting my ten year old child in handcuffs and then the identity was a runaway or something like that. I'm telling you, this is my child. Right. So no, you should that would have not happened in suburbia. Like that it would have been like, Oh well, can you give us proof or you know, do you have this or this? It probably wouldn't even have been pulled over. So I that was just heartbreaking for me. And he was so traumatized, like he weighed himself and I'm like how is that fostering even a good relationship with him in the future with the police as well? Absolutely. You know, when this is such a horrible encounter and he didn't do anything. So of course he's gonna have, you know, fear and anxiety dealing with the police you know, in the future. Very true. Very true. Yeah. So, I, I agree with you. It's definitely ugh, stuff we don't like to see. But speaking of things we don't like to see and kind of sticking to mm-hmm. Chicago, um, the black girls that are coming up missing, murdered, missing their organs. It's, wow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I haven't even seen it being covered, you know, on the news or people talking about it the way that it should be talking about it. We need to shine a light on it, put some spotlight on it, because somebody is out there murdering girls at this point. They're out there murdering black girls and stealing their organs. It's a problem. Yep. Okay? When just Even with just one, but it's not just one. It's multiple girls at this point. So it needs to be some kind of spotlight, some shine on it. People need to step up. We need to find out who the hell is taking these girls, killing them, and taking their organs. Like, it's a problem. Um, I think when I first saw the story and I looked um, and I shared it, I just got the part where, oh, there are four girls missing. And somebody called it and was like, well, they found um, one of the girls, you know, was found dead or whatever. And I was like, what? Um... It's it's hard. Again, that's one of those stories that's heartbreaking. You see it on the news. It does not get the coverage that it deserves, that it needs. Um, Because essentially all of those young women were not, you know, under the age of 18 where you can put, oh, well, their parents should have known where they were or whatever. And even in that case, things happen and they may have not went with the person. I'm pretty sure. More than likely, they were kidnapped. Even, you know, people that are 16, these people are groomed and preyed upon to even come with the person that they're with. So, again, that's one of those things, like, people make excuses for. um, And I feel like, again, black women are not protected. We We are not. We're not cared for. Um, And I, like... What's being done, I don't know. And I, I always hate saying, well, what is Chicago doing? Or what about Chicago? 
But I do think it's one of those things that you do have to mobilize. You do have to be aware of what's going on in your community. Look around you and be accountable. And that's something I think that it's missing, not even not only in Chicago, but in a lot of communities of we holding ourselves accountable as a community for our children, for our people. You're saying, look, I'm watching you. So if you're going to do anything, no. Even if I don't say anything in that moment when I call the police, I got your license plate number. I know what you know, you're making your model's car. I know how you look. And being on the lookout, like if I'm you seeing a young girl walking to school, she walking to the store, she by herself, look, I'm sitting out on the porch, I'm gonna watch you. Yeah. You know, just basically. Vigilant. Like you said, just being vigilant and kind of policing our own community yeah. is the best that we can. We just have to at this point we've seen that we all we got, you know what I mean? Yep. So those are really our only options. So we just got to start being vigilant, protecting our girls and our boys, protecting our children, and policing our own communities the best way that we can, you know? Yep. So, you know, I guess we can, you know, go to out of the serious mode a little bit. and Let's talk about Charlotte in the direction. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. All of that amazing black people oh i love us so much i'm like a durag so can we get a money (laughs) because everybody be clowning our money when we put our money so you shouldn't wear them in public that's fine i don't but there was yeah i think we need a buzz i love it i did so i was like let's go (laughs) and you saw all the shorties up there with that when they uh, they had their own they had to, I guess it was like a competition who had the best waves. Like, I was like, okay, I see you out here. I kind of miss waves now. Waves on swim. I like it. I'm with it. So that was just an amazing moment. I feel yeah. like, but you know what's said is that somebody commented, somebody said that um, so creative um, is our people that probably next year you're going to see some fashion designer steal the idea and put it on somebody's runway and people call it amazing while folks are sitting here laughing and calling it ghetto. Right. And I'm just like, well, damn. You hit the head. Know. Hit the head. The, uh, what is it? The, the nail, nail on, on the head. head. Okay. I don't know if you remember, oh, was it Vera Wayne, I think, had came out this whole line of spray painted t-shirts. I'm like, we, what we not going to do is been a couple of years. <laughs> what we not going to do is this. Like, the, steal the culture. I still get a free shirt from high school. <laughs> really, though? And I think it was like $800. But Always stealing the culture. <sighs> which is yeah. why I was so happy to see um, the Carl Connick collection on Pretty Little Things. Oh, oh yeah. I was so happy because we have to celebrate yeah. our people and our designers when we can. We got to celebrate and uplift them. Carl Kanai has been at it for years, yes. okay? He is a legend in these streets. And not only that, but he is a black man who started his own from the ground up, no handouts, and he's still doing it. And still making amazing clothing, by the way, because that con- uh, collection was everything, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> shout out to, to Carl Kanai yes. and all of our amazing designers that we need to love, respect, protect, and wear, okay? <laughs> yes. Support, support, buy their things. Stop looking for handouts and free stuff. <laughs> buy their things, okay? 
like you got in car grandma but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> right okay oh man so i guess we can just like jump let's jump right into our relationships let's get right into it we got to get there that's our meat and potatoes let's get yeah. right to it so go ahead and let's give them some okay so um I, we had this question so i don't know if you thought about it when we left off last time. What did you learn from your mother about men and women? So, I thought about this question. And I really didn't know what to kind of answer. I don't know. It's so hard to, I guess, figure that answer out. Just because the only man I've ever seen my mother with <laughs> is my dad. So, and, you know, I guess I have blinders on because to me, my dad is like perfect. So, <laughs> I don't know. So, mom will probably hear this like I got exactly. a whole list. <laughs> exactly. My mom is probably like, no, it's not. It's not the case. I mean, I guess the only thing I could say that I've learned from her is how communication really is key. You know what I mean? Because I I know, you know, I've noticed with them that if they've ever had any type of struggles or issues, it's always been communication wise. So um, I definitely would say I've learned that communication is key. And also we've talked, we talked about it previously on a previous show about love languages. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was one of the reasons, I guess, from an early age that I knew about love languages and kind of. I decided to figure out what mine was and learn mine and all that stuff like that because I, I that was something else that I think because my parents love languages are different. So I think that that's also the two the two biggest things that I learned from my parents is about love languages. Um, well, for my mom, it's about love languages and communication. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I think for my mom, she didn't date much. So after her and my dad, like I, she really didn't date a lot. So I didn't see like a lot of interaction with her with men. Um, her and my dad relationship was <laughs> insane, uh, to say the least. So that was like my starting point was like my relationship with men and what I learned is like, I'm going to be you. Not so much as an asshole, but I'm going to say, you know, I stand strong in what I believe in. Um, and the older I got, I guess I learned from her patience. Because I'll call him like, oh, man, him, blah, blah, blah. She's like, well, you know, do you talk to him? And, you know, I think you've been, you know, dropping the gun too quick on me. Pull back, you know, your emotions and really think about it. Um, so that has helped me a lot because she has saved a lot of y'all, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> she has saved a lot of y'all. I'm just joking. Um, but, yeah, like, she has helped my relationships a lot with me, just being patient and, um, not being so stubborn and like just setting my ways. So. Right. So I guess that can kind of lead us into what are your deal breakers? Like, what what do you consider a deal breaker when it comes to relationships? My ultimate number one deal breaker is cheating. Uh-huh. Um, I can probably work through almost anything with my mate exception. Like I know for a fact, people are like, well, you know, you never get, you know, when you get married, you take on a certain vow. 
yep, that's the point. I took that vow. He did too. He didn't take it serious, so I'm leaving. Um, I, I can't rebound from cheating. Like, the last time I tried to, I didn't. I was very resentful towards him. That caused me to treat him bad. Um, I wasn't in a good spot mentally, so cheating is definitely my number one deal breaker. I think I could probably work through everything else, unless your money issues get too, too far out of control. Then, yeah. Any like, uh, any just like kind of shallow deal oh. breakers? <laughs> I have a whole list of those. <laughs> um, bad teeth. Um, I don't know because I feel like what are your like some people like what are you brushing your teeth with the back of a toothbrush? I don't know. Um, yeah, bad teeth. I don't like bad shoes. I don't like dudes that wear. <laughs> this is gonna be so shallow. Oh my god. So when they wear dogs in the jeans and like white shoes, that is so absurd. <laughs> That's extra shallow. <laughs> That's super extra. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, this and if you spray on too much cologne, I feel like you're used to this. <laughs> You gotta use all that cologne. <laughs> what about you? Um, okay, so for me, I would say I would definitely agree with the cheating thing as being like a top deal breaker just because that just goes into my personality in general. I'm a stick stickler for loyalty. It's like everything to me. And once you kinda break that with me, there is no going back because I'm not like an in-between person. Um, I've said that before. I'm either yes or no. There's no maybes with me. There's no in-betweens with me. So if you if you break that that loyalty bond, that that trust that you and I have with me, I can't. I'm like you. I can't get over it. I won't. Like I'll hold a grudge, and I'll be mean. I will be so mean. Like I'm like. I'm vindictive and mean, <laughs> so that it just would it would it would be to, it would at that point it would turn toxic and it wouldn't yeah. be good for either one of us. So I definitely agree with you as far as the cheating goes. Like there would be no coming back as far as that is concerned. Um, with my shallow side, um, I actually agree with you. I don't I don't like men with dirty shoes or dirty fingernails. And, like, when I say dirty fingernails, like, I mean, like, like, I get, like, some people work hard and, you know, they have dirt under their, they have dirt under their nails. But, like, I feel like you should, like, your your nails shouldn't be, like, to the point where it don't look like you wash your hands. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, where it looks like you were playing in dirt all day and didn't wash your hands. Like, I, I met this guy one time and, like, he argued me down because, like, he, um worked with oil or whatever like he's like a mechanic and he like had dirt under his uh. nails and i was like oh that's so gross and he was like oh you just don't like you don't like a man who works hard <laughs> no sir i like a man who washes his hands okay <laughs> Blank, <laughs> point blank and period even if you work hard if you wash your hands you yeah. ain't gonna have all that uh dirt and grime and yeah gookiness under your nails and sorry solutions for that like get it thank you, know, you. keep your nails like <laughs> so many hygiene things that you can do not to have dirty nails. I agree with you on that. Yeah, I 
dirty nails and dirty and shoes. And long nails, like super long nails on a man. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's so disgusting. <laughs> okay, my cousin went and I saw this guy, his nails were so long. I'm like, oh my gosh, please cut those. And who, what one, you know what, I'm going to stop. <laughs> you ain't going to touch all these, nope, I ain't, gonna, I ain't going to stop. Yep. Nope. <laughs> oh nope. man, but yes, yeah, so those are like my biggest. I would say my biggest pet peeves, as far as well, my biggest deal breakers. Let's stick to the term deal breakers. <laughs> but um, so I guess we can we can jump into what I consider like one of the the seriouser relations serious or like that's not even a word but anyway, <laughs> relationship topics that we have um and it, it kind of ties into kind of both of the, our topics the one you were talking about earlier with the ti post oh, okay and um yeah and um in toxic masculinity like all of that stuff to me all of it kind of ties in um so with the ti posts um he made sure of course that he clarified well <laughs> called himself clarifying it saying that it was said um that the the quote he pulled or whatever the little post that he put up was came from a woman which i want to just clarify and say that women can also um exude or exhibit toxic masculinity okay <laughs> Women can be women can be some of the most chauvinist, yes. disgusting <laughs> people. Yes. I mean, they uphold that shit like it is, is holy grail. Okay, I have <laughs> I have seen it. Okay, yes. I have seen it from women, and I'm just like, are y'all? Ugh, y'all disgust me. Like, uh, I I remember one time that post that was floating around of the young woman who was naked, and it had the quote that said. Even if I am naked, I'm not asking for it. And I saw so many, like, there was this guy, and he was, like, going in talking about, well, if you make it in my house and this and that and other, woo, and I was just like, dude, do you know how rapey you sound? Right. Like, <laughs> and how disgusting you sound. But the sad part was is that there was women who were defending it, talking about, he right, though, like, you should be more appropriate and you should wear better clothes. And you, if you, if you, you know, naked around a man and you asking for it and stuff like and I'm just like, if y'all knew how disgusting y'all right. sound right now and how chauvinist children and they're raising children with this Exactly. So I mean that obviously like I said it just ties back into that whole that whole post. It was about marriage, right? About Yeah, like how do men benefit from marriage? Which the person that wrote it, like the main quote that they get that from was from like a psychologist of course she had to be in Tennessee to say oh um <laughs> but she's married so I'm like thank you is your husband not profiting or benefiting from you being married first of all married men live seven years longer than single men so that's your automatic benefit you live longer but I just feel like if you're not benefiting from marriage or from your partner, you married the wrong person, and Ti is the last person to even speak on should, it. That should have come in. Your wife took charges for you when you were in jail. She still held you down. Your children, her children. I, yeah, I just 
Yeah. Like, no. it's just, I mean, <laughs> the misogyny that shows through certain people is yeah. ridiculous. Like, to me, the whole post in itself was misogynistic because, first of all, to imply that that men have no benefits when it comes to marriage because they lose friends, this, that, and uh, first of all, if we can touch on the whole fr- people losing friends things, that's life, okay? <laughs> Anytime, and I'm just going to go ahead and give y'all some free life lessons, okay? Anytime in life that you do something positive, you're going to always lose people. You want to know why you're going to lose people? You will lose people because those people were just around because they thought that they were doing better than you yes. or because, you know, they thought that y'all was being miserable together. So as soon as you start being happy and positive and all that, up they got to go. They gonna <laughs> up and dip. They gonna yeah. start disappearing like flies because they was only around you because misery loves company, or because they thought that they was living better than you. Now it's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Oh, so they married now. Oh, so they got this and they got that. They doing better than me. Nope, I can't have it. I gotta hate now. Yeah. So that's gonna happen regardless. That's life. That ain't got nothing to do with you getting married or whatever the case may be. So, I mean, a lot of, like I said, a lot of, in the, a lot of the bullet points that she was hitting on or that was in the whole little quote, yeah. like I said, it was, it was, it, it can be relative to anything. It can be relative. And not only that, if we're going to keep it all the way 100%, it could have been relative to women. Why is it that it's, it's, it's about men. I mean, we can take, yeah. we can take it as far as the whole, uh, did you see in the shade room with Brandon Jennings when he was commenting on the whole, when he was commenting on it, talking about how, um, talking about how he's made women, you know, how he's made women millionaires because they were talking about, Oh, um, Ben Simmons and how he did, okay, how yeah. he dumped Tanache in order to jump with Kendall Jenner and Brandon Jennings was defending it, talking about, well, you know, that's smart. That's a smart move on his part because he's just be, you know, trying to find his equal. That's what us men have to do or whatever like that. He said, because I've, and he made it a point to say, because I've made black women millionaires by not searching for my equal or by, I guess, going down, whatever like that. And I'm just like, bruh, first of all, <laughs> where did we, when did we jump to the whole black woman thing? Like, where did that even come from? Um, obviously, and and by some of the rest of the comments he made about his mom and woo woo, clearly we have a black man who is suffering from mommy <laughs> issues, <laughs> and so he's projecting that onto all black women. But um, it just to me it just really goes to speak to the whole idea of toxic masculinity and misogynistic behavior, and it's it's oh. It's disgusting. And it's gross. <laughs> I agree. And ugh. y'all men disgust me. Not only y'all men, but some of y'all women too. A lot of y'all women disgust me because, again, I just want to point out that women can be misogynistic and also exhibit to- toxic masculinity. Okay? Yes, I'm talking to some of y'all hoes out there. And I'm going to call y'all hoes because y'all deserve to be called some hoes. Well, you know what? No, I'm not even going to disrespect hoes like that. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna just call y'all disgusting human beings. Period. End of story. And I think for me, like when I think about marriage, and I'm like, okay, this is what I know I'm bringing. First of all, like I said, no one has ever asked me 
going into a relationship, serious or not, what do you bring to the table? I feel like that's a broken beer question, but anywho. Um, <laughs> but when you just think about marriage and you think about, okay, well, what are your benefits? And that was one of my things when I wrote a rebuttal back to one of my friends. He was like, well, you can't deny that you didn't lose everything in a divorce. And I'm like, how do you lose everything? And I'm like, stop trying to compare your mediocre or, you know, your average lifestyle to somebody of Michael Jordan. And I'm like, even when you think about, you know, Michael Jordan, Vanessa, you know, Kobe Bryant. I hate when people talk about that because Michael Jordan didn't lose everything. Right. He had to go half with her. But he cheated for so long. I'm like, she did not come up with one incident and like oh you were cheating because i'm like when you think about it no one really looks and say okay well what is the woman losing this because you have to think about michael john was a superstar early on in his life mm-hmm. he was a superstar when they had children so he could not be a 100 percent parent and be a superstar like it don't work because he's on a road a lot so guess who's at home with the children she is guess who's building the home guess who's probably making sure the bills are paid with his you know manager or whatever you know let me make sure the finances are in order make sure you know the kids school is you know together who's there when the child is sick and trying to nurse them back together not saying that he wasn't ever there but for the most part she was always there so being a homemaker and a mother 100 percent of the time and I'm like, very few people have nannies. Most of the time when you have a nanny, both parents are superstars. Right. So I'm like, with her, I'm pretty sure she probably took on that I have to be a superhero mom, be there for my children, because this parent is already missing in action, and that's because he has work, right. which is understandable. So when you think about, okay, well, what did she lose? Oh, well, was she able to build her own career? Did you know what Juanita Jordan wanted to be? Where was, you know, her emotional support when Michael was out cheating because she had an investigator to follow him for years. Right. And he had been cheating all of those years. Right. So where was her emotional support? Where was her physical support? And I'm pretty sure every load that he had in the league, he didn't go to side chicks. He went home yep. because that that's where he felt, okay, this is where I can get the most emotional support, the most mental support. This is where I know someone is going to pour into me to get me back to where I need to be. So she's pouring into him. She's not getting anything back because you can't give back what you give him because you you got a side chick. So you're not giving her 100% of yourself that she's giving to you. Yep. And then she stays there when she knows that you're out cheating. So she's still sacrificing herself. You know, so I'm like... Gave up all her good years for your cheating ass. So, and how is that woman that has been a homemaker, that's been a mother to your children, that you can't deny that, that she was not there doing what she's supposed to, how she's supposed to enter back into the workforce at 45 and get sustainable income for herself and her children? Preach. Why should she have to go back? She's put in work because she put in work. Yeah. Why should she have to go back and stay in a three-bedroom apartment. No, she should not. Exactly. If she would, she was saying she she was there, she sacrificed, she was a part of all the whole process. She deserved what she got. You know what I'm saying? The judge obviously agreed, and as did Michael, because Mike, if he if he wanted to, he could have fought it more. Right. He could have fought more, but he understood. Listen, bruh, 
I was out here living foul. <laughs> right. <laughs> Point blanket period. She did right. She held my kids down. She did everything she needed to do. She held me down. Let me let me help. I mean, and obviously, come on, let's keep it honest. Michael Jordan ain't out here hurting for no dollars. So y'all, like like you said, folks out here, y'all need to stop first and foremost. Stop comparing yourself to right. Michael Jordan. Okay. Because <laughs> like you, you not out here divorce, living. You're not out here living like there's Mike. That half that you that you'll you, be giving exactly. up that's gonna hurt your pockets. Like exactly. Y'all making forty five K, you're not even gonna be paying alimony. Listen, if you do You're not even hitting my right. level. Okay. <laughs> if anything, I'll probably lose dollars in here. So stop it. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. I'm like it you. It's that whole post was just so freaking insane to me, and the fact that people are eating it up, and this is a married woman that's giving you advice. So, and and that's that's what that like I said that brings me back to us women, where we can exude those same types of behavior because, in in all honesty. That, that I mean, the, the men love for us women to agree with those things and agree yeah. with those posts because you know why? That means that they can do more shit, be more shit. You know what I'm saying? Be yep. completely shitty people, and everybody, all of us, just gonna as women, we just gonna accept it and live with it because that's the new thing now, right? That's yep. the new thing. It's okay for men to do whatever, live however they want to do because as women, we just gotta accept it all because quote unquote we. We don't do enough, or we not giving enough, right. or we not this, or we not that. Nope. Sorry, we not. <laughs> th- that's no. We're not just gonna accept garbage just because yeah. y'all feel like that's the the new new. That's the new trend or whatever like that. I'm sorry, we're not it's here a for cop it. Out. Like if, that, if you don't want to be married, that's fine. Marriage is not for everybody. Don't get married, but don't come and be like, oh well, you know, I make sixty five thousand dollars a year. And I'm scared she's gonna take half. Um, half of what? what what's you. your 401k balance? <laughs> um, do you have mutual funds? Like, I need to know what half and is she taking. taking. Thank you. And you cannot again. And even when people like, oh, you know, alluding to one of my friends, folks like, oh, well, she can take children. But when you go through a divorce, there's a whole mediation for child custody. If you want your children, you don't want to pay child support fight again. Joint custody. You don't even have to fight for it at that point. You just be like, look, she take the kids 50% of the time. I take the other 50% of the time. Y'all are not Holly Berry. You will not be paying child support, you know, because you make a certain amount over this person. Y'all, it, every, most people are average everyday citizens that are getting divorced. Stop, stop with the BS. Stop with the bitch. Like, if you want to your kids, you get your kids. You cannot have your kids at home with their mother 75% of the time talking about you, you don't want to pay child support. It don't work that way. Basically. It don't. That, so. was, that was another post I saw with the whole um, child support is for uh, absent fathers yes. and not failed relationships. Like, what was your thoughts on that? Because I didn't really, like, really, I was like, huh? I didn't really, I, I mean, I got it yeah but i didn't get because i was like what is y'all point that y'all trying to make because the majority of women don't use child support for that their point i knew what their point was trying to make like oh people you know women get bitter and leave relationships don't want to put a man on child support just being 100 keep it 100 allow y'all don't want the kid if the mama not attached to you and i'm just and i'm gonna be personal i'm gonna take this from personal experience my dad was one of those people 
And he flat out told me, he was like, y'all wouldn't even want to because your mama would have married me. And when I told my mom, I was like, Mom, my daddy said he ain't proposed to you. She was like, You're the nigga proposed to me in the phone booth. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like the end of it. I'm like, Well, I, I get you, Sean. <laughs> but when people like, you know, child support, you shouldn't have to go to the court. You're right. You should not have to go to the court. But if I'm asking you, like, Hey, you know, your son, gal, your daughter has a field trip. And you not like, oh well, I ain't got it. Okay, sometimes you might not have it, but every time I call, you don't have it, or one out of five times the only time that you have it, that's an issue. And looking even at my, you know, male friends that have children, they're not on child support because they do what they're supposed to do. They like, well, you know, I have my daughter. They don't, you know, the mother of their children don't pack a bag when their children come and spend a night. What's she packing a bag for? She got her own clothes. Here she got a dresser full of clothes. She got a closet full of clothes. She got shoes. I got her bows. Like, you know, if she needs lotion or something like that, yeah, I got lotion. So y- y'all baby mamas out here packing whole bags for y'all kids to come spend money. That's an issue. <laughs> that's, that's an issue. So I'm like, yeah, they, they be trying to make it like everybody that's on child support be bitter. And it's not that women are so much bitter about it. It's like, uh, and even if she is, but if you're not taking care of your kids, that's the reason for her to be there. Your own child support. So. Point blank period. <laughs> exactly. The majority of women that I've seen or that I know who try to collect child support or who are on child it's because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Yep. Period. And you do have those bitter women that whatever you do, it's not good enough or it's not right. And I think that's one of those things, even then, I don't want to hear it. Hold Go that down there. Hold you that L because go. condoms is like $10. You can buy some condoms. And even if you don't, but go down there and get you on custody. Like, okay, we're going to squash this whole child support thing. I'm going to get you on custody. I'm not giving you a mother who died. Basically. You take care of the child when she's with you, and I'll take care of when she's with you. you. Could, that is true right. because a lot of a lot of the men who complain about child support is the same ones who won't go down there and file for joint custody. What's what's your hold up then? Because they know it takes more than the two hundred dollars a month that they're spending. to raise a child. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I don't know, it's, it's a shame. Like I said, I see a lot like some of my friends that go through it, and it's simply don't do what you're supposed to do. So whatever, you gonna be on child support. <laughs> and for everybody else out there that got a bit of baby mama, I suggest you get your drunk custody and move on. Basically, because that's all you gotta do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you want you want more then go go for your custody and it's not a struggle and i hear it so many times like it's like well it's a hassle it's not it's a hassle when you try to go down there and say oh she's the custodial parent now i want to be the custodial parent and she get weekend visitation of course because you have to show that she's unfit yep and all of this other stuff 50 50 but 50 50 that's your right you have as many rights to that child as she does you're absolutely correct get it popping go get your baby Preach. <laughs> so, oh, I guess we can move <laughs> off of some disgusting, toxic men. <laughs> but I did have a question. So I saw in shade rooms, uh, Diddy had put some about beware of time wasters, and somebody tweeted him back and said, "When you go near case, listen." <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I was tickled. 
<laughs> listen. That's all. <laughs> listen, whoever put that post, man, whoever hit Diddy with that one, I already know he was sitting at the house like, because <laughs> I already know because he couldn't eat, there wasn't even nothing he could say right. about that well they right though because I don't know if she want to get it I don't, I don't know I don't know I mean I get I mean I guess she don't because they just been together all these years just being together mm-hmm. and you know that does work for some people yeah. um I mean like I said marriage isn't for everyone um obviously the the one of the biggest examples we have of uh, we've seen of that where it works, where it's worked in Hollywood is um, Goldie Hawn and uh, Kurt Douglas. Is it Kurt Douglas? Not Kurt Douglas. Russell. Kurt Russell. There we go. Um, I mean that's probably the the biggest one I've. Well, yeah, Oprah and Stepman. Oprah and Stepman. Exactly. So, I mean that's. Other than that, it, it, I, I mean, like I said, it can work, but it's really few and far between that yeah. I've seen that where that whole situation works. You know what I mean? Like you, as as a couple, I think if you're going to pull that off, you have to be so like connected on and, and you know as far as your communication is concerned, and really have talked everything out, thought about everything. And, and been like, okay, yeah, this isn't, marriage isn't for us. We don't want kids. We don't want, you know what I mean? Like, we yep. have to be so in step on everything in order for that whole situation to work. And, I mean, I just think that it's a rarity that you see that happen or that you see that work. I mean, like I said, it's 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 a once in a blue moon. Because, I mean, there's, like I said, I, those are literally, what, three examples, well, two examples? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will we see that work? So, I don't know. And I don't know if I could wait around like that. Like, I don't, I guess because I, of course, I've said this many times on the podcast. I'm not girlfriend material. Um, Either you're going to be all in with me or all out. So, especially at this point, it's like I'm wifey mode at this point. So, I'm like, I want to be somebody's wife. Um, So, I, I can't do it. I'm not going to lie. Be like, oh, yeah, we could just be in a relationship. And, you know, that's it. No, you're not going to waste. I'm not a placeholder because I still feel not so necessarily with Cassie, but I see a lot of times where people like, oh, well, yeah, I'm fine with the relationship. You know, we're not getting married. But then you're not. It's like when y'all break up. <laughs> Perfect example of that. And I don't know if you ever heard of these people because it's from wrestling but <laughs> nikki bella and john cena yeah uh, i know john cena okay yeah so <laughs> because remember uh with with his relationship he established from the beginning he didn't want kids and he didn't want to be married but and she was like oh i'm fine with it i'm fine with it i'm fine with it but as it progressed as she saw her sister moving on her sister got married her sister had a baby it started to rear its ugly head like well you know actually i want marriage <laughs> and i want a baby and now you see him after she called off their engagement because it seemed like he didn't want to be married but then she was going to walk away so he gave her marriage now she wants a baby and so now he's 
completely 180 <laughs> before I, he didn't want kids at all. He already had, actually he already had a vasectomy, and he said now he's saying he'll reverse his vasectomy for her to give her kids. I don't think I I don't think that they're gonna work because he had already you know what I mean yeah. like I get that you love someone but when you when you're like you said our, when your deal breakers don't match I mean you can't just make concessions for someone to make them happy because in I'll the long run them. you're gonna end up re, you yeah. know what I mean you're gonna end up regretting it because you don't want to sacrifice yourself yeah. so I don't know I just I I can't. Like I said, personally for me, that whole oh we're go- even people that get engaged and like oh yeah it's fine now, like no when I get engaged we pull that means you know to me they feel I feel like when we're engaged we know okay marriage is the next step there's no if there's a bunch of bathrooms so we can be married in like the next six to nine months you know like there should be there should be this long drawn out engagement type deal you know like no i'm not doing all this shit like look let's go ahead get married call it a day because i mean that's that's you know our ultimate goal so i i, I don't know like even with you know the whole john cena thing I, I agree i don't think it's gonna work out it's gonna be some type of resentment especially when it comes down to well i didn't even want these kids you know like that's what i'm know? saying it just don't it don't <laughs> seem like like a, a uh, I mean, I like I said, I get. I feel like he just really, really loves her, and so he wants to give her everything. But in the long run, if that's not what he wanted, yeah. he's gonna resent her for it. And I think it's better for you to say, "I love you so much that I'm gonna do the right thing here, not be selfish, and just walk away from it, and let you have the things that you want, so you can be happy, right. and then let me have the things that I want, so that I can be happy." Like the chick on, is it the real? That like, I think they were married, and she was just like, yes. Look, you know, we want two different things, and sometimes you have to love people enough to say, you know to what, I have to let you go because I'm not what you need, and yeah. I think that selfishness, you know, some people's behalf, where it's like, oh well, you know, even though I know I'm not what you need or what you want, I'm gonna, you know, stay here and be, you know, just in your life. And it's okay to tell people, you know, look, I'm not what you need and what you want. Like, what you need, I can't give that to you. And you can still love that person and, you know, care for them and not be in a romantic relationship with them. I just think people don't do that because they're so fear of, okay, well, if I leave this person alone and it was so good, would I ever get this good again? Absolutely. So, uh, I 100% agree. That's actually one of the the best examples I've seen of that as well. The um um what's her name? Jeannie Mai yeah. from The Real. Yeah. She to me that was the way that she do it. I mean, they she fought for her marriage, but ultimately she realized that well they both sat down and realized he wants kids. I don't. I think she and she she said that he sat for those at first he, he knew it from the beginning that she didn't want kids and he he sat in it and that's again like how we said where that resentment builds he sat on it thinking as years go on maybe she'll change her mind as she sees her friends have kids woo woo and you just can't sometimes you gotta take people for their at their word you know what I'm saying take people at face value if she says she don't want kids she means that and don't 
just jump into it saying, well, maybe, maybe if we give it time, they'll change their mind. Because nine times out of ten, it's not going to happen. And all that's going to happen is that you're going to build resentment. And, you know, kudos to her for recognizing that and saying, hey, I'm not going to be selfish here and hold him back. He would be an amazing dad. Let me let him go so he can have that and find that. And see, and I'm that one person. And nine times I tell him one out of ten. Like, I was so hell bent. I'm like, I don't want to get married ever. I don't want to have children. And I don't know why. I think it's because I was just like young. I'm like, I'm going to forever be turned up. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to, you know, that. I don't want to get married. I don't want to have children. And I don't, I think it was like my 29th birthday. It kind of set on me. I'm like, you know what? I think I can get married. But I still didn't want kids. And it was a hard no. Like, I do not want, I love children to death. Would do anything for them. But I, like, I do not want any children of my own. And then, like, it progressed. I'm like, you know what? Maybe. Then, like, I can do this. <laughs> so, it, I mean, but that's also growth from where I was, where I can't expect somebody to grow with me like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it even still, like, sometimes you got to let people go if it's to love you to come back with them eventually. But, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't uh, never seen that work. I right. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Every time that it came back, they want ish. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, but even, like, but that was my whole mannerism changing as well. Like, my maturity level grew. So, it was a lot of things that changed. It just wasn't my mind or my decision on whether I wanted to get married or have children. It was my whole mind frame of, you know, me going into a girl. I mean, growing into a woman from being a girl. So. Absolutely. I completely agree on that. So, what other relationship items do you have for the day? Um, I don't think that's all of my items for the day. I think my other stuff for next week. Yeah, and that's all <laughs> that I have as well. <laughs> so, I feel like we today yay okay so any last oh you know what we have one more thing we need to talk about and we'll do this for you guys only recruiting her um what music are you recommending any new music um just B&J for the most part um I'm trying to think what did I download this last week oh I'm gonna, I'm gonna something um I think that was pretty much that's it yeah I mean for me um my playlist has been like extra dry I didn't really grab anything new haven't downloaded anything new FYI though can I just say to people please stop asking me if I have downloaded Nasir uh I'm sorry um, the new Nas because um, yeah have you again <laughs> uh, he worked with Kunye oh yeah nah I'm good <laughs> and I'm an actual hardcore Nas fan like I love me some Nas but sorry I will not be downloading that album because he worked with Kanye so yeah it's fuck Kanye over here still 
I stick to it. But other than that, so yeah, I have no new music. Um, it's been a really good show. We did an amazing job. Pretty Nerds, episode number seven in the books. It's a wrap. It's your girl, family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And your girl, Nay. <laughs> <laughs> bye, y'all. All right, bye, y'all. <laughs>